Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to be covering the biblical approach section. So let's just go ahead and start with the scripture. Luke chapter 11, verse 28 says, he replied, blessed Rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Again, I'm going to read that again. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. And that's Luke chapter 11, verse 28. God wants all of us to obey his commandments and to do the things that he wants us to do. He gives each of us free will or the ability to choose to do what he wants us to do. Although we all should choose God continuously, there are those times that he is not the first choice that comes to our minds when we are doing things. Unfortunately to us, our life would be easier to deal with and handle if we would go to him more in obedience. Because God wants to protect you from the evil of this world, it will require you to deny yourself and obey his commandments. You are not able to see the things around the corner or down the road or even next week of what could happen to you. Sometimes you jump in a situation head first because of the selfishness sometimes that is in you. As a result, when everything blows up in your face, you start to question where God is. God is always there and he hasn't left you. Many times you are forced to make a quick decision, either to please self or to please God. The enemy will tempt you to please yourself and at that time, you will decide to do just that or to be obedient even on some of the smallest of things. So let me just give you an example of that. Suppose you have decided to lose weight and one of the goals for you is to limit the amount of sugar that you ingest. Now, initially, you think that it will be an easy task for you. So in the morning, you feel as if you are in control. And then at lunchtime, you get challenged because you feel that you just need that additional energy. But you still remain true and not get that extra dessert or that sweet drink that you are used to having or maybe that you are even craving right now. When the evening comes, you feel tired and you are craving something sweet even more. All of the commercials and things that you see on TV are filled with something sweet. And in the end, you decide to get just one little thing, especially since you were just so good throughout the day. Now, once you take the first bite, 
you say, well, the second one shouldn't be too bad. And then the third one, and then the fourth one, and then you know how it goes after that. You also say to yourself that you were good throughout the day, so it'll still be fine. No worries. Yes, you were disciplined throughout the day. And it is important to acknowledge that and celebrate that success. It is still important to recognize that you did give in to that temptation, especially at a time when you are about to go to sleep. When you are up during the day, you probably could have burned some of the sweets in your body if you did choose to be tempted by it and give in to it, depending on, of course, how much physical activity you were doing. When you are sleeping, though, it has the potential to just add more weight to you. Although this may not seem like much, as time goes on, and if you continue to not have the discipline to let go of the sugar intake, the weight forms on you. Now, it may have been little by little, but the enemy is just very patient when it comes to trying to cause destruction in your life. He may just throw a temptation over here and then an act of disobedience over there to see if you will give into it. Once you do, you will see that you may have been faced with something small, but over time, it turned into you gaining 25 pounds over three months. And you ask yourself, how in the world did this happen? Now, you conclude, of course, that you hadn't been overdoing it like you had in the past, but you still didn't let go completely of the main thing that was causing the issue with you in the beginning. A little disobedience is just as bad as a lot of disobedience. Disobedience is disobedience, just like sin is sin. And you must make a conscious choice each day of how obedient you are going to be. Now, I know I used a food analogy, but you can basically just use whatever you want and ask yourself these questions. What is causing you to get off your path? Why do you feel that you have to go in that direction? What will you do moving forward to get back on the path that you want to be on with God? As I have said previously, it will be up to you to make a conscious choice to do something that you want to do on your own or to do things that God wants you to do. So the question will still remain, which one will you choose? So now let's go ahead and look at an example in the Bible. And so I'm going to be reading from Jonah chapter one, verses one through two. And it says, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. And again, that's Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. Now, this seems like a very simple request from God. As a prophet, Jonah should want to continue to preach to as many people as possible so that God can help them turn their lives from the wicked ways that they are doing right now, even though Jonah was not really a fan of them. Now, as time goes on, we're going to really see how Jonah decided to handle things. 
Now, from the outside looking in, things just may not look too bad. However, for the person that is dealing with it, it can be a major battle that they are facing. As children of God, you have to be cautious with how you look at other people, especially if you choose to be judgmental of them. Now, you may not understand what the difficulty is, and from your perspective, it just seems like a simple request. However, there may be a lot of underlying things that were not always handled in the way that they should have been, and it caused the person to have some hurt or even distaste with the situation or a person. Let me also add, there are those times that your stubbornness can get the best of you and you choose not to do what God wants you to do. You must recognize that God has a plan for your life and for the kingdom that he is building for his people. When you choose not to do what he has asked you to do, it may prolong what he is trying to do in your life and possibly in building the kingdom. Now, let me just add, God's will shall always be accomplished. So if you continue to choose not to be obedient, he will get someone else to do his work. Do not underestimate what God will accomplish. He may want you to be a part of the plan, but if you choose not to participate, then it will be something that you have to live with. His plan will still be done whether you are in it or not. He wants you to be a part of the plan, which is why you were created. He has a specific plan and purpose for your life. Now, are you willing to listen to what it is? And are you willing to do what he is said to do? even if you don't like the assignment he has given you. Everything may not look pleasing in your eyes, or you may not know all of the details, but God does. Now Luke chapter 8 verse 17 says, For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. And again, that's Luke chapter 8 verse 17. The goal is for you to keep your eyes on God so that you can do his will. You must trust God in everything, regardless if you know all of the details up front. Now, God will reveal things to you at the appropriate time. So you just have to make sure that you stay obedient to the assignment that is in front of you. You would think that most people would be excited about doing the will of God. Of course, Things have to feel right, or they have to make sure that they are going in the right direction, or they may even want some type of just recognition to say, so they can come to people to say, look what I did. Some people don't want to do things, not even for God, even if they don't feel as if there is some type of reward from it. Now, obviously, Jesus dying on the cross is not enough. So some people may want some accolades now to say that they did this or that. However, the focus should be doing it for God just because of who he is. Now Colossians chapter 3 verses 23 through 24 says, Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. 
It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. And again, that's Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 through 24. The more you keep your eyes on God, the better things will be for you. God has a mighty work for you to do just for him. I think if you look at it in that type of perspective, then you are doing something for God that he wants you to do. And then I believe that things can work out a lot better for you when you do have that mindset. Although things may look challenging at first, you must trust God that he has your best interest at heart. Also, if God didn't think that you could accomplish it, he would not have given it to you. He must believe that you can handle the situation or he would have never assigned it to you. Even if the task seems hard, God may also be trying to develop you in areas so that you can be equipped for all of the things that he has planned for your life. Many times you can focus too much on the things of the world and listen to all of the narratives that are flying around. As a result, it can cause a distraction not only to the things that you need or should be doing, but also just to your health and well-being. Focusing on what others are doing or saying can cause your mental state to be unstable because you have now taken the time to allow your thoughts to go into various other directions. As time goes on, you may start to internalize that information and if you start embracing or even believing what others are saying or doing, then you will start to set yourself up for things, especially negative things, to happen in your life. Remember, stay focused on who you serve and what he wants you to do on this earth. As things happen to you, good or bad, you still must remain focused. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18 says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And again, the second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18. So the more you stay focused on the things that are eternal and what God wants you to do, things will be fine. However, if you choose to continue to be disobedient, then the enemy will be waiting for you, ready to attack you again. And I see I'm out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.